When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Show your Dubland Podcast. Up your ear holes. How's it going, everybody? How's your life? How's a hole? Stick it in your hole. Right. I think I found that. What episode? Episode are we on? We're on episode... Episode 43? Is it episode 43? I don't know what episode I think it's on episode 43. Which we're going to snap as well. Suzanne FM. Do you want a snap? Uh, yeah, do you know what I'll do? I'm fucking gone off the old snaps. Uh, I'm into the Instagram snaps. The Instagram snap, 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 it. snappity snap. It, they're very good. Although all I've done is literally consistently and absolutely put up loads of loads of pictures of me dogs. Right. Uh, sleeping dogs, running dogs, beaching dogs, um, dogs on my bed, dogs on the floor, dogs licking empty bowls that I've been finished with. Uh, so that's pretty much all I've put on the Instagram snap story. That's what it's called. They, well, finally, we got there in the end. Instagram snap story. I have to say, I really enjoy it. I enjoy it. I'm getting a kick out of it. Much more than I ever did out of uh, Snapchat. I always felt like an intruder on Snapchat. And you were the one who was all like, yeah, go on Snapchat. I know, yeah, but I always did. I did, because it is great, but I've always felt like an intruder on Snapchat, if you know what I mean. A bit of an intruder. Do you know what I realised as well yesterday? Do you know what I'm fucking doing? I'm 41 and I'm white, right? I'm a, I'm a inappropriate. I'm an inappropriate person. It's a, If you hit an age, right, you realise it all at once. 41, you're inappropriate. People start worrying for you when you, or it's not worrying for you. We wonder why you're in places. It's like people think, who's your man? What's your man? You hear that all the time. <laughs> What's your man, man doing over there? there? What's he doing over there? Uh, I start saying to people, I'm going to go for a walk in the park, and they're like, on your own? You can't go on your own. You're a fu- you're no, a man. That's, that's because of previous. Yeah, not, not, <laughs> I never had previous spookadelics with anybody. It's because I'm a man. So you're 41. And they just go, oh, you're in your 40s and you're just becoming an inappropriate person. They're just like, no, no, you can't go. Uh, you go now on your own. No, you're not. So people wonder what you're doing out there on your own. People that think you're up to all sorts. I go with you. I get me jackets. You can't go out there on your own. Oh, That's why there's uh, men's clubs, I think. That's why. Like men's sheds. Men's sheds yeah. and because uh, men's diving, you know, swimming groups and all. It's not because they want to hang out together. It's just because they just want to feel... Not fucking inappropriate for a couple of minutes. What has done? What has happened that this is now that you're? Has someone upset you? No, I just realised it. I realised it. I was doing a thing yesterday. I was walking around town yesterday on my own, right? right? Inappropriate. And I wasn't wearing my helmet, so I was inappropriate. And instead of realising, I I think the helmet is more inappropriate. Just wandering around wearing a helmet. No, because it looks like I have something to do. So it looks like I'm on a mission. I know, you're man, just having a breakdown. I look like a man that's going somewhere. At least, at least I look like a man with a purpose. I don't, you look like a man wandering around town with a stupid helmet on his head. Well, maybe I'm inappropriate doing that as well, but I don't see it. The peripheral vision has always prevented me from seeing how inappropriate I appear to members of the public. Uh, and it suddenly dawned on me the day you realise you're inappropriate. Oh, that's a fucking day. I had it yesterday. I had it yesterday. What, what were you doing? Were you I in the park? Sitting in a radio station first. Okay. And there was women walking past. They minding their own business at work. Going, you have to pass me to get to the coffee counter. Right. And I was like, Was this he went into a VO in the national one of the national broadcasts? Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. It was in today FM. FM. <laughs> I was sitting there, and I could see them walking past. Is the court case coming. And I'd be like, <laughs> Hell yeah! Appropriate in today FM. Uh, we're yeah. trying to get employed, and you're inappropriate. <laughs> but I could see them walking FM. past, and I'm like, Hell yeah! Hey, what's? And I could see I'm making people uncomfortable. By being, I know you're having a breakdown of some description. I'm making people uncomfortable. No, you're being I, weird. I see people. I walk into a room, and do you know why I noticed as well? I can see women, mothers, right, and they're using me. If you, Strange man, yeah, they're using me to say, if you don't calm down, that man is going to come over and he's going to get you. No, unfortunately for you, that's just natural selection. That just happens. If yeah. there's any man around, we'll pick any of them. I know. White men in their forties are who you pick, though. 
I'm telling I mean, you. That's, I mean, that seems to be some type of widest raci- racism. I'm, it I is. Don't, I don't know. It's racism. These are all I, racist. I think maybe that's just because <laughs> you're all racists. I think that's maybe just because there's going to be, in terms of how many black, white, Indian, I don't know, Japanese, Chinese people going to be rocking around at that one particular time. No, it's it, me. It's it, white people. If you saw a black man in a pool on his own, or a Chinese man, or um, an Indian man, you'd say, fair play to him. That man is, enjoys swimming. If you saw me in a pool on my own, you'd say, what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> you'd be like, weird. Yeah, but PJ, I know yeah, you. There's kids in the pool and he's swimming up his own. Like, an oddball doesn't even know anybody. He's out there doing the backstroke. Oh, you're a weirdo. You're yeah. such a, you're actually having a crisis. <laughs> I, I, you're having, a, you're you're going to start covering yourself in tinfoil. I'm telling you, I feel They're it. They're coming for me. I can, yeah. I'm covering, I'm covering myself in tinfoil. I can feel it. I, I, let's be honest, is there any plight as serious as that of the middle-aged white man? <laughs> <laughs> Episode 43. The most put upon members of society, are we not? <laughs> the just done by people. Oh my God, oh. you're going to end up in like an RTE documentary. Yeah, the, the, the plight. The plight. The plight of, of the white man. The plight of the 40-year-old white man. Yeah, I mean, my name's PJ. I find mostly when I'm around town, I'm not wearing my helmet. The people... <laughs> People look at me and go, what the fuck's that guy doing? Yeah, that, it's when you say things like that, you suddenly realise you're in bad company, you know? Because you say things like that, you mean, you, what you mean to say is, it's, you know, it's a bit comic, and then you suddenly get someone agreeing with you and they've got like a swastika on their head going, yeah, man. Fuck them all. It's like, we gotta take our country back. Yo! <laughs> and they start yee-haw and whoop, whooping out of them and you're oh, like, oh, Jesus. on their arms. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think that you've lost your shit. That's basically my long, my short synopsis Maybe, of... I- of what's going on there is I think possibly I do think I have a point and I also realised <clears throat> no because you're going to go to the far side of that so you go through it's like girls you go through kind of your teenage years where everything has to be done in a pack because you can't even go to the toilet by yourself that lessens in your 20s and you all go to the toilet together more just to talk about whoever didn't come to the toilet and then into your 30s going to the toilet by yourself especially if you have kids is literally just like the most it's a spa treatment going to yeah. the toilet by yourself is a spa like when I'm in Tell work you, this is why men go to the toilet for a poo for so long sometimes it's the best part of your day it's like meditation well, it's in, like mindfulness in my house my child tries to look underneath the door daddy oh, daddy yeah. daddy and then he's like he tries another two like Joey 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but if, if you go to the toilet my if like at home my son opens the door and comes in and now he's, he's kind of just confused because he's like why does my dad stand and my mum sit and this is all so he doesn't know what to be doing with himself yeah the truth so, is We'll never know the answer. You'll that, come full friend. circle on this in the fact that then you know the way older men, <laughs> older men. <laughs> I don't understand why men don't sit anyway. It just seems like more sense things to do. Just enjoy yourself, dangle your legs, even if you're not pooping. Um, but more men then go. You know, lads like go to the like. Oh, lads go to the bar by themselves. Do you know you go full circle? I know you get to a certain point. Whereas if you're a forty-year-old woman, you wouldn't sit in a bar by yourself because instantly they would think you're a prosy. A forty-year-old man is on a bar on his own. That's kind of the only place he can go. And then you get to a certain age, I think, where no matter what you do, no one gives a shit anymore. But that's what I'm saying. Then you'll get to. So I do nothing now. And everyone gives a shit because everybody thinks I'm a weirdo or a creep or something. That's just in general. People just think that about you. Maybe. Maybe it is my head. Maybe I have the head of a weirdo. We've I don't know. about this cabbage head before. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There's a fucking head like a cabbage on my shoulders. I understand that. But I think most men do look like cabbage headed people. And maybe I'm more cabbage than them. I don't fucking know. Who but knows? I do know I'll get to a certain age where nobody will take me serious at all. Like, I could be caught in my front garden raping the neighbour's cat. And eventually someone will go, ah, sure, he's in the 70s. He's grand. <laughs> There, there is that. You know, that when you get to that point where people go, ah, please don't rape cats. Don't, no, don't. Say. No. Or koalas, as we figured out last week. I'm sorry, the koala thing <laughs> was out of control last week. Thank you for all of your tweets on that. Actually, speaking of which, you need to give a pair of socks to the gentleman who sent the picture of the koala in the Knicks because that was my favourite picture. Oh, the koala I, in the dress, a fancy koala, yeah. Yeah, um, it was brilliant. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. So Yeah, so Funky Foot Socks, i got to send him a, yeah, set, we'll, a we'll, pair of We'll hook socks. you up. Funky, thank you to Funky Foot Socks, as always as well, <laughs> the L leggings that are. Um, and we'll have more animal facts coming up at some point as well. Will I do them now? No, I won't do them now, will I? Or will I do them now? Completely up to you. 
fucking love animal facts, especially since we got that new list. Yeah. Uh, I'm mad for animal facts. Let me just dig out my little list of animal facts that just, this is the list that keeps on giving, by the way. They're, like, these are some of the greatest animal facts we've ever had on this podcast. Bar none. I'll have to flick through the pages. One second. Fucking hate that. You know when you go onto a fucking website and it's like, the 10 things you need to know before you leave the house or whatever. And then you click and you, you, you read the first one and you have to go next page, next page, next page. And then you have to skip an and ad. seven pages through. in you just think, oh, fuck off. You're telling me how to live my life. You don't even know how to fucking put a website together. You oh, we'll give away two pairs of socks. We haven't done socks in ages, by the way. I'm listening to what you're saying, but Sean O'Farrell uh, sent Betty the Fighting Irish ready for WDWF. Because um, remember we were saying about the wrestling dogs, the thing he wanted to start, he has a little thing on him. So we'll get Funky Foot Socks to send you for show um, a set of socks. And then I'm trying to find the koala in the polka dot dress. We'll find your name and we'll get that as well. So don't worry about it. Have you got your animal facts? Animal facts. Animal facts, I got those animal facts. Like you mean it now. Animal facts, animal facts, I got those animal facts. Yeah! Animal facts. <laughs> Good ones again today, let me tell you. Uh, who knew? Who fucking knew that elephants were absolutely the most musical creatures on the face of the earth? What? Yeah, yeah. Who knew elephants, believe it or not, can keep a beat better than humans? Right, so they can. So if you get a beat, right, you play a song. Don't they go, can tap their trunk. Don't right? go Rosa Trilly on me now. Oh no, no, but check it out. So they can keep a beat better than humans. Wait, what? With their better, trunk? With their foot? With their trunk? With their little whippy tail? Basically, if you put whip their tail back and Phil forth. Collins in a room, one of the fucking most legendary drummers of oh, all time. Oh yes, he was. I love He was a legendary drummer. drummer. You stick him in a room with a fucking elephant. Uh, start playing something difficult to keep a beat to like maybe Slayer's uh, you know Army of Darkness shit start sticking that on double bass right now he's an experienced drummer an elephant can actually keep a beat better than Phil the fuck Collins so Cadbury's missed a trick there with the gorilla they should have put did, elephant yeah. on the drums oh big time yeah big, I really big like elephants oh everybody loves an elephant mm. everybody loves an elephant if you don't love an elephant you're actually a real strange person end of story yeah. uh, strange as fuck actually okay uh, so that's a good one hyenas yeah. Are female dominated species. And that look. makes sense. <laughs> that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And uh, by the way, back on koalas again, mm. um, eucalyptus, it's really bad for them, right? It's really fucking bad for them. So I'm learning that I really love koalas because these fuckers know how to live, right? They're so, hardcore, aren't they? Yeah. Because so it's. But it is literally all they'll eat, okay. right? Despite its lack of nutritional value. So they've no, it's no nutritional value to them, but it's all they'll eat. They eat it, they it's don't like give a cocaine. shit. Right? So it rots their teeth, and when their teeth fall out, they starve to death because they can't chew their food anymore. So koalas are not only riddled with chlamydia. Riddled. Right? We were saying don't fuck a koala last week, but this week. Health and safety. We found out yes. through animal facts yes. that if you get an elderly koala, yeah. he will give you a fantastic blowjob. Oh my God. Because <laughs> he'll have rotted his teeth with did, the eucalyptus. How did I not see that coming? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, they're the animal that just keep on fucking giving, aren't they? I mean, you know, you get a koala, a mild mannered koala, right? He's sitting there, he's there going, You can't ride me now. I've got a savage case of the clap. You'll be riddled. You'll be green. Can you not get your Mickey from a blowjob? Your Mickey looks like me, you can lift suit if you fucking ride me. But. Good luck for you because I've eaten so much eucalyptus meat I'm, I'm gone all gummy and I'll riddle the cock off you. They'd be brilliant jokes. So who knew? They really are the animal that just keeps on giving is the koala. I'm afraid to take a drink. But you have to admit... No, I know. What is it? They do uh, no one succeeds like a gummy dump, dump... No one succeeds like a gummy budgie. <laughs> like a gummy bubby. A gummy budgie. Yeah, no one succeeds... No one succeeds... Like, like a gummy... Budgie. I don't get it. No one sucks oh, seeds. Oh, seeds. Oh, Jesus. I <laughs> that was incredible. Okay, I'm going to give one more. Go on, one okay. One more sexual one. animal fact. Why are they all sexual? How I is, don't know. It's how this an, Animal facts has now just become a sexual thing. <laughs> it, like, it really is. It's inappropriate <laughs> sexual. It should just be sexual animal facts. <laughs> they are, yeah. Sexual chocolate. They're the good ones though, right? So drone bees, right? In, 
drone bees. What are drone beans? Bees. Bees, like oh, like right. so there's queen bees yeah. and there's the drones. She what's has all the little lads. So the drones are all the fellas who go out working. They're just the lads doing their shit, right? Mm. So the drone bees, they die immediately after mating with the queen, right? Due to a powerful ejaculation, right? So they basically they they come so hard that their penis flies out of their abdomen and he dies while having the best orgasm of his life. They come and go at the same time. <laughs> Isn't that fucking amazing? <laughs> this is the thing, right? <laughs> this is why we have to do this show where people can physically see your face because the shit that I have to put up with. Because you make these faces at me as if to go, huh? 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 Yeah, it's I mean, come on. Imagine, they come so hard, they're making flies So how off many of them, like, so... Like, she'd have to be very careful about who she's banging and what she's banging and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because she could clear out the whole hive. Yeah, yeah. Do you know she, what I mean? Like, if, if she, she was, was mad for if it. If she was like, mad for it, if she if was, she was it, what's that it. called? If she was sitting on every bee mickey in the village, like, she would be... She'd have killed... She'd have killed there wouldn't be any honey, let's no. just say. She wouldn't be... The, the koalas wouldn't be the only one starving to death. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, we wouldn't be having any she honey. Could, we, no, nobody would What happened to that honey. hive? Well, she's a... What's that called? She's a nympho. She's a, a nympho, a, a nympho, yeah, a nymphobesiac, and there's not not a drone left. <laughs> so then, do the uh, so now I have so many questions about bees. I'm like, do the girl bees work? Are they all like? No. So how do they? they how, so what happens with them? Do, do they not girl die? Bees when are they? queens. Girl bees. You, Is you, that it? Yeah. If you're born a girl bee, you're born very lucky. It's like you're born um, a rich Arab. So you, you, a rich Arab man. Well, this is well, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Go on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Being an Arab, right? Like, you, you let's show un- me where we're going with you this. You get to inherit an awful lot of good shit. You sort of become queen of the mountain. You become like you become. You own a lot of stuff you never really had anything to do. Let's replace honey with oil. Uh, let's but replace. But boy, boy Arabs not get more than girl Arabs. Yeah, I'm try- Yeah, but it's like being born a female bee is like being born uh, a, a male Arab oil man. If you know what I mean. Sorry, I got you now. And then he gets to choose all his wives, of course. Of course. He sells his oil. He can generally treat people like they want. Uh, so a queen bee is essentially the same. Just she takes over the hive. Uh, she so rides people. As soon as she's done, Mickey off. Uh, they go out with a bit of a smile on their face. So do you reckon then if there's like, you know, if you see like quite an impressive beehive, quite like a big beehive. Yeah, like a big yolk, yeah. You'd just be like, she's frigid. Yeah, I guess so. I guess she's more into the honey than the than the riding. Yeah, yeah. I guess it it makes sense in that like, environment. You know, like the drone could come up and be like, "Hey, Queen, up? Looking good today?" And she'd be like, <laughs> "Get back to work and keep your penis to yourself." Yeah, yeah. Keep that in your pants. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever notice? That's like what people say to boys. Anyway, that'll kill you. Yeah, it's true. You think it's true, your Mickey son? Do you know something? You'll be dead. Yeah. If you don't get stop playing with that, it'll fall off. Go out and get a living. Make a living for yourself. <laughs> Find something worthwhile to do. Leave yourself alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Mm. So that's the animal facts. Well, they're, they're very ones. good. I went to do Ishtanga yoga. Have you ever done this? Is that I, the hot one? It is hot, but it's not very hot. Okay. So I went to do this thing is because Bikram yoga is the one. Sorry, Bikram. Joey you know did Bikram quite a bit. Oh, fuck me. Said it's like cruel. The I, Bikram. Yeah, it was hard. So what's now. your one? So this one is mildly hot. So, so it's, it's hot. warm. Oh, I like a warm room. But it's, it's a bit too warm even, like I have to say, oh, it's still too Boys all say that. Warm. Boys, you're all, the temperature for men and women is just, just as but a note. But that's just because you are always freezing. Women always freezing. Always. You're trying to get the right, oh, it's freezing. Oh, come on, can you, but my hand's sticking out of the bed. Oh, it's freezing. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Are you all right? I'll come out. Mm. Oh, mm. oh, Jesus, my foot's sticking freezing. You're like, oh, for fuck's sake. No, Does that's not cold. That's just you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's just my effect. Yeah. I give people cold chills. Yeah. <laughs> Turn my blood But cold. I did this Ishtanga yoga. And uh, man, I thought... Oh, I don't know how to put this without sounding like a bit of an ass. But I, I, I thought, you know... I mean, come on. I thought, you know, you're going to have to abandon scepticism. Leave your cynicism at the door, I thought, right? So I'll I did that. i to Terry that. I'm sure he does, yeah. Yeah, so I went in. And this guy, this nice guy, he's a, he's a naughty lad. Uh, and I thought, you know, fuck it, I'm going with it. I won't hold that against him. Yeah, I won't hold that against him. So he's up there and he's going, hey, are you? You know, I'm from the north. But I'm really Donald peaceful. Donald. You know, that sort of voice. Yeah. Almost like he's a priest giving a gospel. Okay. So he was up there talking and he goes, now I know not everybody's into the mind element of the yoga and you might be here for whatever reason. But if you do feel tight 
in your legs or in your in your arms. Remember, it is a full moon and a new moon. And a new moon means you might feel a little tighter than you'd normally feel. I was like, oh, here we fucking go, right? But I went with it. I mean, this is completely up your street. And I went, yeah. <laughs> of all the people. But I went with it and I was there fucking... Did you, you know feel something? any tightness? I felt a bit of tightness. Right. And then it became a bit of looseness. Okay. And then I was all happy that I was getting loosey in the hippies and the arms were doing a little bit more than they were before and all the training sort of soreness was going away. And then you do this thing where you're sort of balancing on one leg and your hands down by your foot and then you change direction. Mm. And fuck me, was it ruined. There was a woman in front of me with the most unbelievable see-through leggings I've ever had in my life. To say oh, there was nothing left to the imagination is I know that woman better than I've known any woman I've ever met in my fucking life. A half an hour of r- staring into her vagina. And I mean into it. And <laughs> Your up- obstetrician gynecologist doesn't oh, get that I know, I tell you. And whatever way the leggings held everything open. In the certain stances, it was like, holy Jesus. <laughs> She's giving her a tap and go, it's yeah. not yoga, it's Kegels you I should be doing. I couldn't have given her a tap. Oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> Did you touch me on the vagina? I couldn't see anything else. I just wanted to get your attention. But it was fucking, it wanted to, you know them leggings? Do you ever get them leggings? And they're totally black. Them, though, yeah. They're, they're not. fucking they're black. They're see-through. And you bend over 12 degrees. Like literally... You put your arm up and everything changes colour. All of a sudden they're flesh coloured whole leggings. I could see the I could see the shade of her bottom change as it moved into the centre. I could see it. I could see the skin tone change as oh, it went man. down towards the JJ. I could oh, see it. No. I could see everything. I mean I'm saying now she must have shaved because there was no because it was that Deep, it was that fucking detailed, and I thought I was just finding a, a bit of mental peace. And the next thing I'm looking up at a strange woman's vagina Over. for a half an hour, and there's nowhere else to look. It's like, just looking at okay, I look at me thumbs, but he's like, lift your neck, lift your neck, don't forget there's a new moon. I was there going, this is a fucking moon, <laughs> this is the literal. <laughs> Moon. Well, moon half there moon. is totally eclipsed. This is a fucking total eclipse. Like I'm never gonna see in my life. This was <coughs> it was the sun, moon, the stars, and the deers in the park. I was looking at. And it was unreal for a full half. They were totally distracted. Uh, and then I fucking. Then I realised I didn't pay him enough at the start. I had to go to the car and get another fiver. And uh, I mean, I felt like I, f- I felt like he was taking the fiver off me because I got to see a bottom. Do you know that way? It felt like <laughs> mad. It all went a bit blue. So now, yeah. So now it's I don't like know Amsterdam. what Ashtanga yoga is about. I don't know if it's good or bad because halfway through it was all about. So were you the just literally just, just staring at that woman's vagina through uh, the whole thing, and just he was saying things, so you were just kind of following yeah. instruction, going, "That's a bit of that there." And well, I just no matter what there. way you move, you were looking, and then and did like she not was, have knickers on. She did, yeah, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Or at least they, maybe it was just a knicker lining or something. I don't know. I don't know. I could see everything. I could see everything. No, so there obviously wasn't knickers. There was well, a line. little knickers There was on. a line that looked like there could have been knickers. But well, she could have had like a little gear on or something. The or... leggings were so tight they obviously made the knickers invisible as well. It was mad. Mad. Uh, kind of. It's just very distracting. It's very distracting. Well, it is. I mean, a vagina in the face is distracting. And I'm talking, it was a f- foot and a half from my head. Foot oh, and a half. Oh, God, I thought you were doing she had a vagina that was a foot and a half long. <laughs> foot and a half. Her ass crack was six feet. Her vagina was a foot and a half. I Give know. I know to the inch because I had time to measure it. <laughs> oh man! No, so, I'm just so, like I'm not criticizing the woman's body it's at all. Uh, it was just a see. We didn't see her body. Yeah, you just poor saw woman. her. Yeah, poor, like she. I, I don't know. She obviously. I should have probably said something. But then, how at do you what say point something? you go? Sorry, I'm. I'm looking up your gooter. Yeah, like I you don't can't. Know. There's I don't no. Know. I fucking don't know. I'd be mortified. Is there a proper thing you do? Like when you can actually see someone, that might as well be in the nip. What do you do? Are I you supposed know. to say something? I don't, don't fucking know. See, I'm always like that because you see people in leggings and obviously because I'm, I'm currently like in that stage where like, leggings are a lot more comfortable than trying to like wrangle my fucking ties into a pair of jeans. <laughs> but I, I spend my time if I put on a pair of leggings going to Joey, what about this way? 
And can you see? The, are they see through this? Because you just see. You know when you're walking down you have the to road. Do the squat test, yeah, right? Yeah, and I'm like, you're walking down the road, and you just look at someone's back, and you're like, it's a fucking hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then like have their t-shirts on, they're just walking down the road, going, hey, and you're like, you're. F- yeah, I know. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm going to know what maybe I'll do. No, I won't. I always say I'm going to do these things and then I, I'm always glad I don't do them. But I should actually try and buy a set of leggings and walk around full see-through leggings and see if anyone says that to me through That's the day. That's a good idea. You know what I mean? But that would mean displaying myself. So there's no point in doing no, that. No, you on the front of, a little. Yeah, you would. Be on the front of the Daily Mail. And you wonder why people think that you're fucking weird. Inappropriate. Inappropriate <laughs> and weird. PJ Gallagher walks around Grafton Street with his ghoulies hanging out. <laughs> I'm trying to see. It's a legging experiment, oh, okay? God. Oh, brilliant. Well, so that's new. Are you going to go back and try more Ashtanga? Mm. Yeah, but I'm sitting in the front row. Uh, I'm going to go back on Sunday and give it another go, yeah? Right, Because okay. I think there's something to it. I think it, it felt really nice. I think I'd like yoga. I keep saying I'm going to go and do Pilates for, like, pregnancy. And then I just get lazy. Yeah. Like, I do. Like, my husband totally puts me to shame. Like, Joey, because obviously it's going into champo season now. So everything just gets ramped up for training. So he's, like, training, like, four times a week. And he's playing ball. And it's, like, meanwhile, he leaves and goes to training. The baby goes, well, it's not a baby, but the small terrorist who lives in my house goes to bed. And I sit there and eat. Competitively, you know something, but you know you're <laughs> pregnant again. Joey was coming home the other night. yourself. Joey's going home the other night. Do you want anything? Like he just means, as in in the garage. Like as in, do you want anything? And I was like, yes, I do. And he's like, well, watch what we pick. Like, do, oh, do we need anything picked up? As in milk, bread, you know the basics. And I went, yeah. He's like, what do you need? I went, a caramel sundae from McDonald's. He's like, <laughs> not exactly en route from Jude's to home. That's, You're like, I don't care. And I'm like, I'm carrying your baby. You're going it. to get me. And like 10 o'clock at night, I'm sitting in bed watching the rose chili. I regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, in fairness, you always look very well. You do. Like, I don't, you, you, you can't be too hard on yourself, especially when you're literally about to have a baby. I am literally you can about have to have a baby. by the end of this podcast. No, I won't literally have a baby. I definitely don't need a baby by the end of this podcast. A couple of weeks, thanks. <laughs> and also, you've seen enough vaginas for today. I don't, I, have. Want, I don't want you put through a crowning one. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Neither of us would want that, let's mm. be honest. Uh. I mean, I feel we've only found a certain common ground in this relationship. I think it could just ruin it for good. <laughs> I was looking at a. Uh, Conor McGregor's fight. I don't know if yeah. you were watching Conor McGregor was I fighting I watched it back yes. on Sunday morning. Oh yeah, well I didn't watch it live because it was ridiculous hours of the yeah. day. Uh, well actually no, I would have watched it live on it, I just oh, couldn't get life. it on my telly. Yeah, we had to pay. Uh, yeah, had to, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it was on any of the dodgies. But you know, I, I don't have <coughs> proper well, you don't sports have a telly or anything, you just no. have your laptop. So I just, if I couldn't get it on the laptop, I was fucked. Like. Mm. Uh, but man, that lad is unbearably com- confident, isn't he? I mean, he's so... Confidence. You have, have to, to be. hand it to. I think you have to be for the nature of what they do. You can't kind of go. Oh, there's uh, nothing like, like you it. couldn't take an Irish approach to that. You couldn't go. Ah, sure. Listen, we'll see what happens. It'll yeah. be grand. You have to be. You have to kind of have a, that mental American. I'm unbelievable. Yeah, he's done you that. He's adopted that. that. Even though he is Irish, he's adopted yeah. this whole. Fucking, but I think it's just in sport in general. I think his mad voice that he doesn't that he got somewhere that nobody knows where his voice comes from. Hate that. (laughs) When he goes, when he goes crumbling because he did a deadly interview. Did you see the like how 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 long interview that he did? The Mm. press conference that now not the. One actually, just, he's just, yeah, no, not that one. Um, where it was ridiculous. Um, that was like a schoolyard thing. No, he did it. He just did a sit down Q and A with a bunch of journalists, and then he does that very kind of complex accent where he breaks down all of his words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take an ideas. He does that. But then sometimes when they catch him off guard, they ask me questions like, I don't give a fuck about them. They're bleeding dweebs. Yeah. And he goes to Crumlin and I'm like, I really like you when you're Crumlin. And yeah, he was when he's very himself. amusing. He was very, he came out with great lines. He was very amusing. But then when he's doing the clear, concise, yeah, caught out answers. Yeah, he got the deal, the deal, the deal. He kind of does, then he kind of goes, I'm going to sit on your head and then I'm going to beat you on the bollocks yeah. with the button. He it's does just, whatever it is. He, like, kinda, no, he, he, he over-enunciates. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> but I have to say, the confidence though. Oh, but fuck. he like... His confidence is just on. But do you reckon he was always like that? Like his whole life? No. Like, do you reckon? No. No. I don't know. I think it's sports psychology. Actually, so he wasn't know, like I the look... first time he had a girlfriend. It wasn't like, you know, when they get the ride. There you go. I told you I was going to give you the best ride of your life. <laughs> You never get that again. No way. 
文字的猫腻，也搞就是你。I think he probably has some self belief, but I, it, it's a hundred percent sports psychology because it's even down to like um like different footballers, like the whole now, like if you look at without going to talk about the GA team much or whatever, but even how a championship team like performs, so like Kerry or Dublin or any any of them, Northies wherever they're from, so the whole regime now of how. Like a team would have trained in the eighties for all Ireland football, and now the regime that they're even at club level, the regime yeah. that they're in, they have sports psychologists, they have their nutritionists, they have, uh, they have like they do Ashtanga, they do Bikram yoga, they they do all of these different things. So it's not just about being good at a certain discipline. It's a whole like that's what he's saying. He's in a camp. Like he's they've set up a purpose so. made camp. So there ha- you have to be. I would think psychologically. You have to be like I'm fucking deadly, and like there was, there was. I watched the fight. Did you watch the fight back? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Like your man Nate Diaz ain't messing around. No, he's not like, fucking he around. Kicked the absolute. They kicked the bollocks out of each other. Yeah. Oh, it was unbelievable. And like the Nate Diaz, he's taken. And then Joey was explaining to me because he's obviously too. He went. He had to go up a weight. Yeah, up two weights. Yeah. So he's like, think about the force. That you're getting hit. You're, with. So if you're going down weights, you're kind of at least you're a little bit bigger, but you're the it, the hits aren't as hard. But if you're going up, yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, the force of that. The body mass alone, yeah. So two pounds or ten pounds in in fighting is a huge amount. So I'd be mad. in the corner, fetal, balling. Yeah, I'd be there going, I'm right, sorry. you're going to put me in the ring with Nate Diaz for 3 million or 1.7 million, say, that Nate Diaz got. Or you're going, how long do I have to last? <laughs> so if I just go in and he hits me and 10 seconds, I go, I'm out. I would be fucking running away from that bastard. And also, because wasn't it, they did five five minute rounds, which is unheard of. Like, apparently that in itself is just yeah, it's pretty, crazy. Yeah. And Diaz doesn't get tired. So Diaz, he like, he swims the San Francisco Channel for just training. For shits and giggles. For like. his cardio. So yeah. he gets into the water, Swims the channel. Like, that's the fucking... At one stage, they thought Alcatraz was the most un... Like, escapable place ever because that was supposed to be uncrossed. But that's his cardio. That's his fucking sessions. Then he goes out on his bikes. So you can't make him tired. So you can pound him and beat him yeah. and smash him. He'll never get tired. So you could see at the end of the fight, McGregor was starting to blow. He was starting, yeah. to, he was starting to gas it a little bit. Running out he of wind, tired. running out of energy. He'd scored more points. But mm. Diaz had definitely won that last round. And another round, he may have put him I away. I think he would have put him away if he had gone to the but next it was, round. was, like, unbelievable. It's, so, it's a savage sport, though, isn't it? And on both levels. Like, as in... Savage. Like it's savage in the sense of the way, like I was saying to Joey, I was like, Jesus, at one point they were kind of doing it, they do that hug thing where they're not hugging each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing nice and they're hugging and like literally Nate's blood was dripping down Conor McGregor's back, back and yeah. I was like, Joey, I'm going to vomit. I'm gonna, I was like, it's so <laughs> grotesque. And then they were like, the commentary was like, and Nate is finding it hard to see because the blood is impairing his vision. I'm like, can they not just stop and let him wash his face? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, no, and you, you can see him trying to wipe the blood and they're like his vision is, it's just yeah it's mental yeah, it's, it's mental it's up, and he's like I think if there wasn't an Irish interest in it I'd probably have no interest in it you know that kind oh, of thing oh 100% way. but he's like he's completely changed the face of the UFC he's changed everything about it now and yeah. Joey and his mates were into it like kind of a couple of years ago and Conor McGregor wasn't really around they went out to Vegas and see it so he'd, he'd be versed on what it's all about but it's a mental health sport I, to be honest but I find boxing I find any of those sports just really difficult I because and it's purely from my own standpoint because I cannot in any fathom any way whatsoever why you would willingly get into a ring and ask someone to beat the bollocks out of you well you don't ask them to you try and beat them first I, I know guess. but you're going to take a hit yeah definitely yeah so I have no <laughs> why <laughs> I told you I tried to do boxing didn't I <laughs> Can I never tell you? No. I used to talk about it on stage for years. I got in to do this because uh, <laughs> Francis Barrett, he's a traveller, right? Uh, and he was he fought for Ireland in the Olympics in 1996 out okay. in Atlanta. And we were doing this documentary with him. Talk into your microphone. Oh, yeah, we were doing this documentary with him. And uh, I asked, and he said, yeah, I'll, I'll help you out. No problem, I'll help you out. But you have to do something for me, right? <laughs> uh, so I had to do this uh, this charity boxing match for the blind, right? For the blind. So I never tell the you the story. blind boxing. 
No, like obviously, no, that'd be fucking totally unfair. Just boxing the head off blind people. Uh, <laughs> so I meant as in blind people boxing each other. Oh. Officially, imp- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it was a fundraiser. Yeah, I had to beat the shit out of some blind people to raise money for the deaf. Equal rights. So no, we had to fight each other to raise money for this blind charity. Right. I okay. don't even fucking know. Okay. What it was. Anyway, but like turn up anyway, right? Mm. I thought white collar boxing it is, right? It's white collar boxing. Mm. Uh, a few years. Oh ago. yeah, Joey did that, and they did it in the club. They do. Of fundraisers and yeah. everyone goes and learns. Michael Carruth taught them a few <laughs> years ago. Yeah, it was all the right. Well, you see, this Michael Carruth taught them. I didn't know anyone was teaching fucking. Anything. I thought you turned up through a few digs, had a laugh, like it was like watching WWE. Did you not go like training twice a week? No, I fucking didn't. And didn't. then I turn up. Right, I turn on the up. night, like on the night, and there's lads doing speed bags and fucking shit. I was there going, right, Francis, I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking doing it, right? Uh, I'm just not fucking doing it. Uh, I, was, I talked about this in stand for years. And then Francis goes to me. He goes, oh, no, you'll be grand. Don't worry about us, right? Don't worry about us. What you need to do is you need to just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And then your man won't respect it. Right? I was like, oh, not only did I believe him, I thought I was going to win the fucking fight. <laughs> I was going to win the fucking fight. So I get into the boxing ring and I'm looking at me mates who are in the front row seats and I'm doing this thing. Uh, 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 middle of this. Uh, 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 goofing. Acting the fucking goon ball. Uh, right? And their man's bigger than me. A big, long, lanky head and I'm from Monaghan he was. So fucking big they couldn't even find uh, runners to fit him. So he's wearing a pair of shoes, right? In a boxing ring. And and he's holding his hands real low, like down by his man tits, right? So I'm thinking, I'm going to punch him in the fucking face, right? <laughs> I'm going to punch him in his fat fucking face. I'm going to smash him in his big fucking mush, right? So I throw a punch, which was more like a windmill arm. I'd missed his head completely. And then I saw a white flash, just like, bang! And... He hit me so fucking hard, he turned the headgear around on my face. So I was just looking through the ear hole. I'm looking through the fucking ear hole. And I'm walking around the ring going, Help me! Help me! Fucking get the heart machine! Get the fucking heart machine. Get the boom boom. Oh, Jesus, I'm dying. Get the fucking boom boom. And then the referee comes over and he looks at me like, oh, stop the fight. Stop the fight. I can't breathe. I'm having a heart attack. Get the fucking boom boom. Right? Because he winded me. He hit me in the ribs. I know the wind went out of my body. I couldn't fucking breathe. I'd never been winded before. I thought I was having a cardiac arrest. This is what would hit. This is what Well, he hit me in the head and then he fucking hit me in the chest and knocked the wind out of me. And then I'm lying on the ground and the referee, guess what he says? One! And then, whoa! Get the fucking boom boom machine! Help! The fuck out of me! Help me! And then he goes, Two! I'm there. Look, you fucking asshole. I'm gonna be dead before seven. Get the fucking heart machine! And then the guy from the Red Cross gets in. Right, because he's now laughing so much, by the way, the referee, <laughs> that he stops the fight. Does he think you're being funny? Yeah, cause, cause, and he's laughing so much he thinks, because uh, nothing in the world, of course, is funnier than a fucking comedian in pain. <laughs> a comedian that thinks he's dying is fucking hilarious. Ah, yeah. He's laughing so much he turns to the blind people in the front row seats and goes, it's a pity you can't see this. And I'm fucking... Help! Help me! And then the fucking Red Cross man gets in. Guess what he says? Do you want me to call an ambulance? And there you are a fucking ambulance! You are a fucking ambulance! Is there no like. Do you want to go to hot? Like apparently they can't even take you to hospital, them fucks. you with the order of Malta when you yeah. your bike. Yeah, when I fell off the bike, you want me to get your fire? Same thing, same shit. Uh, <sighs> and I'm lying there. But what he does go, I mean, a lot of people <sighs> won't get this, but I used to do a character uh, on TV called Jake Stevens, who was famous for whistling. Yeah. And he fucking uh, waving a newspaper. And then he goes to me. He says, just, you'll be fine. You're not dying. He starts trying to calm me down. You're not fucking dying. I said, okay, I'm not dying. <laughs> and he goes, I don't know. I don't, he goes, I don't know what's wrong with you. But you're not fucking dying. And he puts his finger in the air and goes, look at my finger. And when I move it, you follow it with your eyes. And I went, yeah. And he moves it and goes like this. <laughs> and does a fucking Jake Stevens impression. 
It's like you fucking asshole. Oh, I was just still lying there going, Get to machine! Help me! So, yeah, yeah. Oh. I get what you're talking about. Fighting. <laughs> imagine doing that for a fucking living. Like, imagine! Oh, my God, PJ. I think you nearly sent me into labour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And do you know what the funny thing is? As you said that, I think I remember watching the end of that story because I in on the in orgy thing that you did on stand-up oh, and that's yeah, what I yeah. said to you I was like I've never seen you in stand-up but I saw the end of that story yeah but I missed all the bits oh. oh Jesus Christ it was a fu- it was the most horrendous thing oh, oh it's fucking brilliant I'm a fucking idiot like <laughs> really never under- underestimate how much of a fucking idiot I can be I told you about the diving story on the podcast that we before. had that yeah, yeah. Like, what was that called again what would you mean it was called? What's the thing called? Diving board. Well, don't be facetious. I'm not. I'm actually, I don't know. What's the thing? The precipice. Your Mickey sticking oh, up. Oh, the what's it priapism. Called? Priapism. It's when you get a bang on the spine so bad that uh, you think you're paralysed because your body stops moving. Yeah. But you know you're not paralysed because you get a huge erection. You get an involuntary. You get an involuntary. Go back. If, you, if you're new to the podcast... <laughs> I urge you to go back and listen to that story because that's another one. I don't even know what episode it's in. No, God knows. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't gone back through the episodes and just, just like you have hours worth of stand-up I, here. I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to do it because I'm supposed to be writing a new show and all I'm doing is coming in here and having fun. I'm excited. Me. Can you get that show written? Because I'd like to go and see you do stand-up. I yep. think you could be funny. What's ha- <laughs> well, it's halfway done. It's halfway done. So when I get the other half, she, you're going to fucking have heard everything by the time I get on stage. I'll be sitting there going, shit, next! <laughs> Throwing stuff at you. <laughs> heard it before. Yeah, you're going to have heard it. Most of it you'll have heard anyway. Oh dear. But I swear to God that like, do you know what? If I go over, I'm just going to go, you can just come hang out with me for a half an hour and just tell me stories and you can just send me into labour by that because it was touch and go there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was good. That was oh, very good. Jesus. Oh, brilliant. That's brilliant. So anyway. Heroes uh, of the week. I've yes. got two heroes Go of the week. Uh, I'm going to get all controversial again, but oh. I do have two heroes. No, I think you're going to like this. Okay. It's the only political thing we agree on. Uh, the two women who uh, flew to get an abortion from Ireland over to England and live tweeted the whole experience and created kind of a stir uh, to try and get this whole Eighth Amendment thing repealed. I have to say, it's a big move. Uh, it's a big, big move. And uh, I don't know. It's I don't know how it sits with me. Really? Now, I'm very much, I do believe, we've talked about this before, I do believe the Eighth Amendment needs to be addressed. Yeah. I do believe that women need to have choice over their body. Um, the bit of that I'm a bit concerned yeah. about is you're you know go over for an abortion we don't know the background as to why that woman was having an abortion and I think a lot of the conversations that we're having about the 8th and about abortion people are very much basing it on uh, medical grounds yeah they're basing it on uh, sexual assault um, so but we're not we don't seem to address pregnancy just in the biggest form as in which in, in the UK you can have an abortion up to 22 or 23 weeks yeah so that is to me is a very blurred line do you know what I mean yeah so I, I, get, believe I see women, where you're coming I, from I hunch simply women should have choice uh, and I'm contradicting myself in saying that but I think well you're I not you see it's not a black and white issue this not. is the problem with this whole issue and there's a lot of sort of on both <clears throat> sides there's yeah. a lot of sort of just such radical talk yeah. that anyone that disagrees with me or anyone that has questions is a fucking idiot and I'm not into that either but no. I kind of you know for me I just thought it was a brave move because there's two women putting themselves out there so for me I don't I think it did an incredible job of highlighting um, that journey because I just can't even for a second think of what that journey is like and yeah. how I guess for me, horrendous what is like, it is. Yeah, I guess for me it highlights as well the fact that women who do choose to get an abortion for whatever reason mm-hmm. uh, whatever reason that they have to go to another country mm-hmm. uh, and then fly back home and they're on their own. Because what they've done is illegal in this country. Mm-hmm. It's seen as they're, they're criminals basically. Yeah. Uh, so it just showed that I think as far as I'm concerned, women should have the choice kind of end the story. But this is it, I just... And that uh, they shouldn't be treated as criminals and no. that they were given lots of levels of support, lots of grief as well, but they opened up the debate a lot. And that's, and that's a I big love. thing. Yeah. I think that was a huge thing. Uh, and the fact that uh, our Taoiseach said not a word <coughs> and ignored it and pretend it didn't but happen. But I, I think, I think that, that was always going to happen. I don't believe that the Taoiseach is going to address 
abortion yeah, the eighth so. within right. within Twitter. That's never going to happen. Yeah, that's um, true. That's but true. what I did like is the fact that the amount of people who and the amount of women who came together to show whatever solidarity it was, whether they were you know there was there was a question asked about you know why why was this particular woman having an abortion? What were the circumstances around it? Yeah. Um, so and I, and it's a conversation that we all need to have as Big an time. as an Irish you know nation as a community because it's our all, problem now. It is a like it or not, and it's our problem. Was watching the other day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, and I think that's great. And I think it will railroad our politicians into having Simon Harris, into having that conversation. And I think we need to have that conversation. But um, please, I'd love to just hear people have it like we're having it now. We obviously still have different views on we this do, to yeah. one. But it's just, please leave out the crazy. Please leave out, you know what I mean? Like, this. But it's and not. And that means, the, like, because the religious end of the argument God's to me is like, what? it's fucking mad. Mm. I'm afraid of religion anyway. Religion to me is like alcohol. It's like alcohol. Like, it's grand in, you know, in mild doses. It's no problem. Mm. But then when you go full on, you know, I'm stabbing people in a hostel, fucking, you're, you're, you're an addict at that stage. You're fucked. You're, you've lost control of your abilities to think. You're not in control of yourself you're anymore. You're your face on the community. Yeah, you're, you're two bottles of gin down. <laughs> you're out of your fucking mind. Mm. Uh, and I know you feel like you're right because you've lost the ability to question yourself. That's how you know you're out of your fucking mind mm. is when you've lost the ability to question yourself. See, that's, I think that's uh, whereas, the problem. You know, have a couple of shots of, of religion. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Enjoy a couple of pints of Islam. Take a jacket. Yeah, have a fucking sh- have a short of Christianity. You're more than welcome. <laughs> fucking couple of half pints of Buddhism. You're all good. But as soon as you lose the ability to think that somebody else might find you wrong, then yeah, get exactly. the fuck out. That's, and, and that the, can happen. And the other side is that, like, uh, you know, that anyone that has a religious bone in their body is a bit of a bonehead. But there is a middle ground there. You know, yeah. there is a middle ground. And there's also people that aren't religious at all that don't agree with abortion. Fuck it, man! It's a mixy. We're not going well, to get that's to the it. We will never uh, figure it out, and nobody will ever agree on it. And that's the thing. But I, I do believe it's conversations that need to happen. And also, like you know, we need to stop sh- shunning our own women. We need to, like, away. we just need. To, I think that's <clears throat> the height that's the worst of fucking crazy. Well. So yeah. it's just those two women are my heroes of the week, just for highlighting the whole thing, yeah. for bringing it all that little bit further, bringing yeah. a little bit of debate. Even and he had to I take a lot hope, of hate to do it. I too. just hope that it it is. It's treated in the way that it should be because I, I worry. I worry about things that are done on Twitter. I worry about the the trolls that are on oh, Twitter. Geez, I worry about all about. of those things. So I like that. I just, it, it is such an important issue and yes, highlighted, but I don't want the fact that it was highlighted on Twitter to take away from the enormity of what it is. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, amen, sister. Amen. Ah, who's your other hero? Uh, I, th- I thought say? that was my kind of heroes of the week. I was going to pick like the like, <clears throat> Oh, uh, I was going to pick Mick Connell. <laughs> but I don't want to talk Jeez. about fighting again. No, let's not talk I'm about I'm done sport. talking about fighting today. Uh, so that, no, <clears> that's my hero of the week. Those are the police who arrested Pat Hickey. <laughs> what? Oh, it's a brilliant. Oh, the, the nah, tra- being a fucking asshole now. Did you but. see the chalkboard? It's like, what did we brought, what was it from the Olympics? Two medals. Oh, like six arrests. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Like for the Brits going to the Olympics this time around, it has been the most successful, most wonderful Olympics ever. I was chatting to an English buddy of mine. Have you been chatting to any English people lately? Oh my God. It's like, uh, what an Olympics, eh? Unbelievable. Could you believe it? Team GB. Team GB. All those medals. Second in the world. More than China. More goals than China. Yeah, those, oh, my poor, those poor Chinese going home, they are fucked. And those the Chinese. Well, they've got. That's like they're going to have a lot to answer for. But that, but Team GB, they flew them home with a plane with a golden nose. And did you see that? They did. They landed it with a golden nose. All the brand new red luggage. All the pictures of them in the airport. Everyone waving. Our most successful Olympics ever. Oh, aren't they a great lot? Our heroes. Oh, isn't it amazing? Oh, what a credit to the country they are. We won a silver medal, a bronze medal, and had six people arrested. <laughs> <laughs> so and far, the head the of our continues. Olympic committee is in fucking jail. <laughs> I just point out he's though. in fucking jail. I love the way in any news reports they keep saying Pat Hickey has, sta- has has decided to stand down as the Olymp- whatever. And I'm like, 
Of course he had to yeah, stand temporarily. down. Temporarily. Temporarily. <laughs> I'm like, what, is he supposed to be like looking after official business from his cell with his shaved head? It's so fucked up, isn't it? It's so fucked up. Although we've all learned from the Peru too. Oh, you God. know The Peru look, too. Look how well Michaela came out of it. She came out with new hair. Oh, she's flying she's, these days. She's a beauty consultant. Did you see her on the telly? She's a beauty consultant. She was paying other prisoners to clean her cell. Ah, she was on the pig's back. She was doing a lot better in the Peruvian so prison listen, than she was in Ireland. Hickey, Hickey could come back. You I mean, wouldn't know what type of cartel honestly, he's running. It's gas because all the Irish people I've been talking to are like, oh, the Olympics wasn't really great. It was a bit of a fucking horrible thing. You know, the stink of corruption that's going on, all the bullshit, <laughs> the drugs that our boxers were taking. Oh, our boxer, one boxer one was taken. Boxer. Uh, the Michael Conan, the, the bad judges that got sent home for giving us bad results and then the head of our Olympic committee in jail over ticket-touting scandals. And you're talking to a British and go, Really? Oh, must have missed that. They were too busy. <laughs> they were too busy having oh, a wonderful too busy time. Counting gold medals, yeah. old son. Uh, so yeah, it's been the total. And now they're different. leaving us. We can't even have them as part of the EU tally next time. I know. Yeah, now you're fucking off and leaving us. <laughs> So depressing. Ah, Jesus. Oh, I just felt bad about it. But Pat Hickey, I mean, isn't that amazing? I'd say we are the only nation in the world to have the head of our Olympics committee lifted for ticket touting. You know I tried to get a ticket for but the this Olympics. this is it, yeah, because you Couldn't put it up. Couldn't fucking get one. <clears throat> they were all gone. It, and Dara O'Brien says it perfectly. He says, only the Irish Olympic committee could be involved in a ticket touting scandal for and a sports event where you can't even give them away. Like, you can't give... There was a million tickets unsold. They couldn't fucking give the Olympics tickets away. And you couldn't buy them if you were Irish because they were selling them on the black market. I mean, honestly, they have to, to be doing God. it historically. They have to be doing it quite a while. Like this seems to. But didn't some <laughs> some footballer or something wasn't he approached by like one of the Irish Olympic hands or something like looking for tickets for uh, for the London Olympics. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure like four Sarah, years ago or whatever it was, geez. he was like, did you get your, here's our tickets. I couldn't get tickets for the London Olympics either. And again, no, I, well, that was a jet. They were sold out. Yeah, well, there was loads of empty was, seats. But like, that's the, the thing. The corporate scandal was the London one. Remember, they gave all the tickets to all these corporate people <coughs> oh, that didn't yeah. turn up. Yeah, so you they couldn't were, like, get couldn't tickets. Be yeah, so you couldn't get tickets, but it was all so much ass kissy going on that nobody bothered turning up to the events anyway. But still, it's gr- ah, at least the London Olympics wasn't nearly as corrupt. But what are you going to do? What are you going to Much nicer do? event, anyway, either way. <laughs> Definitely a much nicer event. So I think that's it for this week. Yeah, I think that's me. I think that's enough shite out of me for a while. Uh, until next week, anyway. Great. Uh, I'll Look talk about Nick and I want to get a place and I can't stop going for a wee I'll tell you about them next week sorry I can't stop going for a wee I cannot stop I have an uncontrollable bladder at the moment I don't know what it is I'm going to look into it and I'll tell you next week what the story is it's out of control it's out of fucking control probably should see someone I'm putting out about 6 litres a day and I'm only taking in 2 so I can't I can't figure it out well, one definitely will be pregnancy, but the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> Your pregnancy is affecting me. <laughs> You're having a phantom pregnancy. I'm having a phantom pregnancy with my friend. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Right, that's it. Episode uh, 43, I think. Yeah, 43. Um, also, go if you, if you subscribe via iTunes, go on and give us five stars because that way, whatever way iTunes do an algorithm, they... It, it, Bumps us up. Oh, it gives, yeah, yeah. P- puts the average up or whatever. Bumps yeah. us up. So, listen, I mean, it's shameless, but give us the five. Yeah, give us the five stars. Go on and tell your friends and tell, tell them to give us five stars. And thank you to everybody because people tweet and they say, you should listen to this. And so oh, keep, yeah, yeah. keep so doing keep all of that. that. Also, I'm changing my Twitter name. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. have to do that next week. Yeah. <laughs> That's another another story we can't talk about at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and it was my birthday. We didn't talk about that either, but it's all good. Was it? Yeah, it was my birthday last week. That's Friday. I never knew it was your birthday. Well, I got you something. Oh, I got you coffee today. There you go. Happy birthday. Oh, right, peace. 43. Like uh, you did. You always let like me down, let though. Down. It's standard. But to be honest, that story about the boxing is the gift that keeps giving us. <laughs> um, keep, keep in touch. And uh, thanks for listening. And five. Five stars, five stars, five stars. Thanks. Boom, thanks. Talk to you next week, yeah, everybody. Yo. Put your swan top. <laughs> right, I better fucking Go. leg it. I've been to the gym.